politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 hey! Welcome in to the Mark Harvard Podcast, episode 15. We've made 15 of these things, y'all. Man, cannot believe that we've been around that long. It seems like just the other day I was doing episode number one. Man, golly. Thanks to all you guys that have been around since the very beginning. And uh, also thanks to those that have joined along the way. You know, the uh, the podcast keeps growing. It keeps uh, going just all over the place. We've got some really exciting things to talk about uh, just coming up, just the events that we're going to be at. We've got uh, special news coming up later in this podcast about uh, some exciting things happening with the show. I'm so excited for that and uh, a whole lot more. But first... Let's, t- let's jump right into the news, um, and I'm going to start with a little personal thing for me. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, actually, my wife and I, uh, we met online. I currently say, or I've, I've constantly say, that she is by far the best thing I ever found on the internet. <laughs> and I've found some cool things on the internet. But uh, yeah, we met on a on a, on a dating website, um, and the story behind that's actually kind of neat. Um my first wife passed away from cancer, and I reached a point uh, with the morning where I was ready to kind of to kind of move on. I was ready to continue my life and get back out there and and start dating. And um, I I just one night I decided, you know what, I'm ready. So I joined a dating website, and it was a Christian-based one. Because you know, there's different flavors of these things all over the place. There's there's farmers, there's clowns. There's, you know, different religion-based or different social group-based. Um, all kinds of dating websites out there. But this one was a Christian-based website. And at the time, I was doing the afternoon show for a WDJC, a Christian radio station here in Birmingham. And I realized I-, I had a profile, went to sleep that night, got up the next morning, had multiple messages from people and also had a whole bunch of Facebook invites and and friend requests from those same people. And at that point, I realized, I can't do this here. I'm trolling my listening audience for dates. And it's, it, something felt wrong about that, you know? It felt like I had like an unfair... I, I guess I kind of felt like people weren't going to... Like they weren't trying to date me. They were trying to date the guy on the radio. It was more about about the afternoon show or the the radio guy than it was about Mark. So I immediately canceled my membership on, on that, that Christian dating site. And I went to work. And I, I you know, just, you know, whatever, you know, did, went through the day at work. And I told a friend of mine what had happened. And she actually pressured me. She said, no, don't go to that website. Uh, people there are kind of fanatical. And it's, yeah, you're right, it's not a great idea. So... I was like, okay, fine. And she said, here, try this one, this other one. Um, I'm not going to say which one because, you know, maybe they want to sponsor the show. But uh, it's a fishy one. And <laughs> and uh, and so I, uh, yeah, I talked to a few other people there in the office. And they had actually, one woman had actually found her husband on this on this website. And so uh, I said, fine, I'll, I'll try it. So I went home that night, set up a profile. And the next day, 
I, you know, I, I, I was just looking around, you know, browsing. I saw a girl on that site that was beautiful, and she also looked just from looking through her pictures, she looked like she was just a lot of fun. You know, she looked like she didn't take herself too seriously. She looked like she, you know, she was an animal lover, which, you know, I like cats and dogs and got, you know, four of these things hanging around the house now. But um, she just looked cool. You know, like someone I I wouldn't mind spending time sharing a meal with, which is what I was looking for at that moment. So I sent her a message and now we're married and have a four-year-old kid. She was the only person ever messaged, only person ever had to message. So it worked out really, really, really well. Um, And it's because, you know, back in the day, it used to be kind of taboo to say you met somebody online for that because there was this horrible stigma of people meeting up for, you know, random hookups and all this other stuff in back alleys. Oh, I met him on the Internet. So, you know, there's obviously something wrong with them. Now it's like that's the equivalent of what meeting someone at a bar or a club used to be. You know, now it's online, which is actually a lot safer because, you know, people don't spike your drink or, you know, don't, you know, try to, you know, people people behave for the most part. You can control how much access people have to you. When you're talking to someone just through Messenger, and then you, you know accelerates to, to uh, you maybe you 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 become Facebook friends, and then you talk on the phone and meet in person for that first time and all that. So there are all kinds of those dating sites out there, and they're you know a lot of them are out there just to make a buck on whatever, um, whatever group they they cater to. Sometimes it's going to be your 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 Christian site. Sometimes it's going to be farmers or clowns or or you know maybe you're senior citizens or maybe it's you know gen xers or whatever there are a lot of sites out there well i came across this article and i've got some issues here now, now no normally i would never down any of these things because you know whatever you know works for you man but this one kind of um really this just screams like it's gonna be a uh it screams like it's going to end up being just a, a seeding ground for bad things. So it's called Dominion Dating, and it's a Kickstarter. There's a Kickstarter to launch this thing. It's a new online dating service that will put all of the uh, all the folks that are kind of, I guess, woke on, um, on alert, and they kind of should be a little bit. It's worrisome because... It's uh, all, all, all the members agree to, quote, affirm male headship as normative in the spheres of family, church, civil governance and society at large. Our members agree agreement attracts the right people and repels the rest. It's a robust, deeply biblical and downright. Well, it's offensive to the masses of you know people that are everywhere else. Basically, it's it, it's it's a, it's a group that. Uh, says that God's plan for women is that they exist as, quote, a housemaker and a helpmate in glad submission to a husband. And while they recognize the necessity of at, at times for women to seek employment outside the home, all signers have to reject careerism as a normative for women. What? So any women with career ambitions need not apply? Oh, for the love 
it, it, it seems like you know, they're also trying to keep catfishing to a minimum by requiring everyone to commit to an honesty and integrity pledge, which, you know, obviously someone who has, you know, who is trying to catfish someone is going to go, oh, they've got a pledge. Oh, well, I'm out. That doesn't work. Come on. But the big thing is that it seems like this is just going to be a breeding ground for horrible situations, you know? I, and I, I'm going to tell you, I mean, politically, I tend to steer more right than left. I'm not all the way in any camp, but I tend to steer more right, right than left. Um, this seems like a horrible idea. Because just the imagery that it's, it brings up, it seems like it's something that's going to attract horrible people. They they have strict rules about uh, you know about uh, dressing and modesty and all this things that should not be a dating site's <laughs> right to govern. You know, I mean, come on. I just I. I would be weary of the people I would find on this site. And I, I, I don't mean to sound like I'm judging. I really don't. And I understand there are people that truly believe this way. And I just, I feel like this is going to create such a toxic atmosphere and such a toxic network that I, it's, it's going to backfire on someone. And it's going to end up, my, I hope it doesn't, but my fear is that it's going to end up with some sort of abusive a situation, some sort of, 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 just um, situation where someone is, is, is in almost a hostage situation. I just, I, I feel like no good can come from this. What do you think? Give me a call. You can leave a voicemail. Let me know what your idea is. It's two five one six one six two zero five eight two five one. 616-2058. Leave a voicemail and let me know what you think about this. I'll, uh, I'll give that phone number once again uh, later on in the podcast, so stick around for that. Um, speaking of horrible situations and horrible dating, um, anyone remember at the beginning of the COVID lockdown that show The Tiger King? Remember that? It was huge. It was everywhere. You could not get away from this thing. Well... Joe Exotic, who was at the center of this whole thing, he uh, he was convinced that Donald Trump was going to throw him a pardon right before he left. He left. Um, he left office to the point where they had a limo waiting at the prison, and for a pardon that never came. Well, he's still making headlines from behind prison walls, and now he's calling for President Biden to undo what he says is quote a kidnapping by the Department of Justice, dude. You tried to hire a hitman. <laughs> the hitman turned you in. He had tapes. <laughs> so uh, fine, okay, yeah, whatever. It's a, it's a, it's a kidnapping. So uh, yeah, he, so he's still trying to be relevant. Basically, the guy's fifty-eight, convicted of seventeen federal charges of animal abuse, two counts uh, counts of attempted murder for hire in his plot to kill. Carol Baskin, sentenced to 22 years in prison, of which he has served, what, three? Maybe two, maybe three? I don't know. Um, But yeah, through his time in prison, Exotic says he's now navigating his life with a new sense of purpose, advocating for issues centered on prison reform. 
Yeah, right. So so basically, he's, it's killing him not being in the spotlight. And so now he's trying to find any platform he can to be at the center of attention. And any platform means he's pleading with Biden to let him out of prison. So, yeah. So, so there's your Joe Exotic news. I know you wanted it. <laughs> um, I have seen something uh, lately in the news that's been uh, it's been kind of weird. Um, there's been this rash. Have you noticed this? There's been a kind of a rash of high-speed pursuits. And some have ended tragically. Well, a new app is out to help help you with that. The uh, the uh, it's called Digital Siren. It's from a company called Pursuit Alert. And uh, after you know a lot of these pursuits have come out, the app is uh, it's 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 gonna they're they're hoping it's gonna save some lives. It's mounted on a patrol car. The uh, a device is mounted on a patrol car, the digital siren. The public can download the app for free and get audio alerts when there's a chase within two miles of them. The app can also be used to alert drivers of emergency vehicles in their area, drunk drivers or vehicles going the wrong way on an interstate. Um, so, yeah, basically you get a phone alert that says hey there's a car chase within two miles be careful look out it's going this way i feel like this could be something that could just just be you kind of worked into like a google maps or an apple maps sort of app i don't i have too many apps anyway and when a when a buzzer or alarm goes off on my phone i don't know at this point what's going on i have to look at it and take my eyes off the road which in all cases, negates the safety gains of having this app. So I don't know. Uh, for drivers, they say that situational awareness will help them react and be more alert, and they may choose to pull off the roadway to a safe place, and it alerts drivers where the threat has cleared. So maybe it'll it'll save some lives. I'm okay with it. I mean, I just, I, I feel like there's a more intuitive way to make this happen. You know? Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? <laughs> Stick around. I've got some cool things to talk about. You know, we're getting out of the studio these days. Uh, first thing you're going to hear about in just a second about is coming up May 4th and 5th. It's called that church conference, and it's a church, it's a conference for church leaders to come and and kind of figure out how to use social media, how to use the internet to grow God's kingdom. And I'm back to be a speaker this year. Stick around for more details on that. But also, we've got a big news announcement coming up right after the break. I am so excited for this. I have actually started ordering stuff for this. I'm so excited. That 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 cool thing is coming up in just a few minutes. Stick around. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You can join me on May 4th and 5th for That Church Conference. The last year, if you're a church communicator, the last year has been trying, to say the least. <laughs> and That Church Conference can help out with all kinds of ideas, all different ways. You can grow God's kingdom for your church and help reach those that need to be reached. It's a two-day online event for pastors and church leaders, and it is absolutely free. So go to That cc.com to reserve your free tickets and here's the cool thing here's the well the extra cool thing is that i am back as a speaker for the second year in a row i'm so excited to be back i'm joining a, a an incredible lineup of speakers that are way smarter than i am these are folks like ben stapley uh, folks like matt brown 
uh, Jessica Beeler, uh, Jenny Catrone. These are the folks that are leading in church communications. They know how to help your church. So make sure to plan to be there May the 4th and 5th for this two-day online event. It's That Church Conference. Get your free tickets. ThatCC.com. I'd like to welcome a brand new sponsor to the podcast. It's Old World Lumiere Candle Company. And these guys are great. You, you know, you want your home to smell good. And sometimes that's a little harder than other times. Especially when you're like me. You got a four-year-old and a dog and two cats. And, uh, you know, your house is under constant construction. Um, but <laughs> these things are fantastic. We've got them in our home. And you should have them in yours. There are all kinds of different scents. There's fruity. There's fresh and floral. There's herbal and earthy candles. There's food and drink ones. Let me just go down this food and drink. Because, guys, these aren't your normal, you know, old lady candles you're going to find somewhere. You can get a candle that smells like bacon. Uh, apple cider donut, banana nut bread. I've got some of the bourbon-soaked raisin ones in my house. And they smell fantastic. It doesn't hurt that I love raisins and... I'm also pretty partial to bourbon. But still, amazing scents, and you're going to find something that you that you like. I've got the link over on the Facebook page for Old World Lumiere Candle Company. Support them and let them know that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, you can find us all over social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're over. We're all over the place. You can also, of course, download the, the podcast anywhere you find, find podcasts. Somehow they've let us in there, uh, but we're there. And also, we'd love for you to interact with the show. Go ahead, give us a call, and leave us a voicemail. Let us know uh, what you think about any of the things we've talked about on the podcast so far. It's 251-616-2058. 251-616-2058. That is the hotline for the Mark Harvard Podcast. Love for you to, to uh, let us know what you think about this stuff. We've got something cool coming up. On May the 8th, we're getting out of the studio, and we're getting out into the world. They're letting us out, and we're actually going to be at the Birmingham Christian Family Celebrate the Family Expo. If you're in the Birmingham area, this thing's going to be at the Pelham Civic Complex, Saturday, May the 8th. It's going to be a great event. It's from 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. There's all kinds of stuff for the kids. There's bouncy houses. There's great entertainment. We've got Kevin Derryberry. He's going to be performing all these booths, including, uh, let me see, folks from, from Vulcan Termite Pest Control, Children's of Alabama, uh, Shades Mountain Baptist Church, Alabama Credit Union, uh, Alabama F America's First Credit Union, uh, Lifeline Children's Services, Renewal by Anderson, all of these people are going to be there, and you should be there as well. I'm actually going to be the MC that day. I'll be the MC that day. All day long I'll be there. We'll be making announcements, having some fun, doing some contests. We've got a lot of giveaways to give away that day. And at 10 o'clock, especially, be there at 10 o'clock, because we're going to be doing a special live edition of the Mark Harvard Podcast Right there from the fam from the Celebrate the Family Expo. Never been done before. 
We're doing it right there. Um, all you got to do is download, if you want to listen, download the podcast. Uh, the I'm sorry, the Podbean app. And we'll be live right there on the Podbean app. Download the app to your phone, your smartphone, and uh, follow the Mark Harvard podcast right there. And you can listen live and interact and all that stuff. Love to have you there. All It's going to be... Once again, May the 8th at the Pelham Civic Complex. It's out right outside of Birmingham from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. I'll be there all day. Would love to see you there as well for the Birmingham Christian Family Celebrate the Family Expo. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, speaking of fun, I, I haven't told a good story about my kid lately, so I'm, I'm going to bore you for a second with this. Um, my little boy, he's four years old. His name is Jack, and... <laughs> A lot of you parents can can relate. Uh, Jack has has recently started playing little league, and he's four, so it's like the the uh, the t ball league. It's kind of a hybrid because the coach has to throw three pitches to him, and if they miss all three pitches, then they get to move over to the baseball tee, and they get three swings off the baseball tee. Jack is actually pretty consistent behind the tee. He all pretty much always gets a hit. He never strikes out or whatever. Fielding is a completely other end of the spectrum thing. <laughs> I'm, and I'm being serious. Um, he gets bored out in the field. He just, he, he just, and, and he's not alone. There are a lot of kids at that age that once you put them out in the field, if to, you know, when they're not batting, it's, you know, there's, 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 you know, butterflies. And is that a bird or a plane flying over me? And look at that grass. And I'm going to make a sandcastle in the dirt and all those kinds of things. Jack, exactly the same camp there. So, I mean, he's he's a typical four-year-old playing Little League. Well, last at the last game, he uh, he he was even wor- he was even worse than normal with his paying attention. He just he wasn't listening to the coaches. He wasn't listening to me or my wife there. He was just out in his own little world, man. And uh, because of that, we have this deal with Jack when he gets off the field. If you've listened to your coaches and you were good, um, and you tried your best then, you know, we'll go get you a Happy Meal or get you a cookie or something like that. He came off the field. Did I listen to my coaches? We're like, no, you didn't. And it was just, it was a long afternoon (laughs) from Jack. Well, after practice this last week, first off, we heard not once but twice the words, good job, Jack. Wasn't aware those words went together, but okay, I'll take it. Uh, He fielded the ball. He stopped a ground ball, threw it to first a couple of times. Man, okay, sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's. I can see him growing in his abilities as a baseball player. I see him kind of, it's, something is starting to click. And that's such a huge dad thing. I'm so excited for that as a dad thing that my wife and I were started talking about, okay, well, what uh, what other sports can he play? Soccer? All right, let's play soccer now. Uh, <laughs> we want him to continue down this road because I think it's helping him. I think it's because this is a kid that did not want to go to practice that day, and suddenly it just all clicked for him. And of course, yeah. And, and, and to answer your question, yes, we absolutely. Not only did we take him to go get a cookie after practice, I let him get out of the car. We he went into the store with us to pick out his treat. I'm like, dude, nah, you play like that, then absolutely, you know, you you pick your poison here. You you know, candy bar. All right, come on with it. So. <laughs> He is, he, he is, man, it is so much fun to watch him do that. And it's so much fun to see him interact with the world in that way, you know? And you've a lot of you fathers out there, 
You get what I'm saying with that. It's so much. It's so cool to see your kid do something that you used to do because I played Little League when I was little. I was horrible. There's a reason I stopped after a while because I would just was not good at it. My brother is one of these people that anything physical, sports-related, he is just immediately good at it. I did not get those genes. And so, I mean, he I don't know where Jack, you know, is getting this newfound coordination and everything, but it's there, and I'm, I, I'm not going to question it. So there you go. Um, do you know anybody named Josh? I know. I know a couple of folks named Josh. Uh One's a truck driver and gets to do cool stuff. Um, but <laughs> I don't know that he's never done anything like this. Uh, the Internet brought together hundreds of people named Josh at a park in Nebraska so they could crown the true king of the Joshes. Seriously, that's a thing, apparently. Makes no sense, which feels pretty much like it applies to this year. So here's what happened. A guy named Josh Swain, he gathered other Josh Swains, Josh Swains, into a Facebook group to schedule a battle to see who could become the person to keep the name. And it morphed into a battle of the Joshes as the OG Swain posted a new location, uh, followed by some general rules for those who wish to join the combat. The rules like no physical violence. It was, it was one of the rules. Um... There was a date. Um, yeah, bring a pool noodle or a lot of them. First name Josh's will be allowed to fight due to a limited number of Josh Swains. The Swain Bowl will be followed by a pool noodle fight with any person with the first name Josh. Then preceded by a complete pool noodle fight with anyone who wants to join. So for large, here's the city, here's the cool thing: this the city of Lincoln, where this was happening, still at the point had a large mask mandate for gatherings. <laughs> So, <laughs> in the contract, it says, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life as a guest in, or in your home. However, wearing a mask when you would when you can would be widely appreciated. I'm not going to be the mask police, but just know that if you're wearing a mask, that I love you. They say bring non-perishables. They'll be having a food drive. And you can pay any help pay legal fees for Josh Swain to change their legal name. Basically, if you win this this thing and you're you're a Josh Swain... You have to change your name if you lose. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that was the big thing going into it. Uh, it was a wild pool noodle fight in the park, and they, they, you know, they had a food drive, raised $10,000 for a children's chari- charity. They raised it as part of a fund to help the other Joshes change their name legally, but it was made clear it was actually a fundraiser for kids. And then all-out chaos hit. People wore costumes and went crazy on this thing um the battle royale was won by a four-year-old named josh (laughs) he was crowned king of the joshes with a burger king crown and celebrated by all the other joshes at the event i guess long may he reign i don't know his post-game quote was i like to fight (laughs) look at that picture of this kid he's cute it's a cute kid Weird, but incredibly cute. They raised a lot of food for those who need it, and the money was for a children's hospital. Wow. (laughs) Thanks to thedad.com for giving me that story. Man alive. Good grief. So I I mentioned uh, that church conference. I mentioned the um, 
I mentioned the uh, the Birmingham uh, Celebrate the Family Expo. I am going to be out at uh, at uh, a speaking engagement at the end of March and uh, end of May, and I would love for you to be uh, to be a part of it. Um, it's over at um, where is it? Yeah, here we go. It's over at the Fairview Free Will Baptist Church, May twentieth, six thirty. It's for their men's group. I'm going to be sharing my testimony. And uh, doing uh, doing a little, a little uh, speaking to that group, uh, the Fairview Free Will Baptist uh, Church, May twentieth, six thirty p.m. Free event. Come on out, and uh, if you need to know where it is, just you know type it into your GPS. There you go. It's in Moody, Alabama. Uh, so excited! If you'd like me to come speak to your group, I'm happy to do it. I actually really enjoy doing it. And this summer, I'm gonna have a little, little time to do more of that. So I'm excited about that. Have this has been a, a weird week, but it's been a fun one. So I hope yours has been fun as well. Don't forget, share the podcast with your friends and your family. Um, take that link and also leave a review if if you're listening on a platform that allows reviews or feedback or stars or something. Leave us a review. Leave us a star. Uh, that helps us out with analytics on all those platforms. I'd love to uh, to be able to uh, you know let's spread this out a little bit a little bit more. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. That does it for me. I am out of here. Have a fantastic week. And I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.